Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Phil. I need you to subscribe to the Humanity Matters podcast. Subscribe today. Send me an email, humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And let's remember to share love, be kind, be generous. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Philip Fletcher, Humanity Matters podcast, and we are continuing our series on women entrepreneurs. So our goal is to understand from the perspective of women just these ideas about strategy, leadership, successes, failures, creativity, and all the other stuff that comes with uh, starting up something. And so uh, we want this to be of value to those who are in the business world and those who are in the nonprofit world. If you're starting something online or in a traditional brick and mortar or you're trying to help uh, somebody's life so it can be improved. And today we have with us Joya Yorgi with Arkansas Asset Builders. How are you doing today? I'm well. Doing Glad to be here. Good, good. So uh, you started a nonprofit a few years ago called Arkansas Asset Builders. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us about yourself, your life, family, you know, all that good stuff. Help us to get to know who you are. Okay. So I'm still a relative newbie to Conway, Arkansas. We moved here just over four years ago. Um, My husband teaches at Hendricks, so that's what brought us to the community. So we had an immediate connection to Mm -hmm. the college and and colleges, um, city of colleges here. Uh, But I wasn't really sure what my place was going to be in the community when we moved here. Um, we moved here with one son, uh, Noah, and now we have two sons. All right. Um, a little guy, Isaac, added to our family a couple years ago. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a fun few years. I started Arkansas Asset Builders just over three years ago mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really has been a significant way of me finding my place in the community, um, okay. finding how I can contribute, um, and also just get to know the community in a way, too, through understanding its needs and how I, in my experience and skills and connections, um, am able to uh, meet particular needs mm. in the community. Mm. Talk to us about how you try to balance, well, balance home Arkansas asset builders uh, what is that like yeah it's hard it's hard mm. and um, as I said we we came here um, only having one child and um, it's always been an interesting roller coaster just trying to figure out what it means to be a parent and yeah. a working parent um, yeah. and dealing with childcare and dealing with work obligations. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm super blessed that um, my husband has a relatively flexible job yeah. as a professor. He, mm-hmm. he works a ton, but doesn't have to always sit in an office nine to yeah. five. So yeah. um, that has been really critical to allowing me to pursue the things that I'm passionate yeah. about and specifically launching this yes. um, business. So, um, how important was his support oh, in, in this? Can you talk about that? Critical. I mean, so most of the programs that we do happen on Saturdays or mm. happen in the evenings because we're mm-hmm. meeting people outside of their work hours. Uh-huh. 
Um, so that means that my work hours are outside of normal work hours. Okay. Um, and yeah, it just wouldn't be possible unless my husband mm-hmm. was on board um, for getting the kids in bed in the nights that I'm out late yeah. or watching them all day on Saturday mm-hmm. when I'm helping folks do their taxes mm-hmm. all day on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just it just wouldn't be possible without yeah. his very practical support in those ways. But he also was a, a board member at the okay. very beginning and had a voice in just setting the, the tone of our organization yes. from the very beginning. Yes, that's good. So... I like to ask people why. So, why Arkansas Asset Builders? You could have started any type of nonprofit. Why was Arkansas Asset Builders so important for you to get started here in Conway? So, I have been involved in providing free tax preparation mm-hmm. assistance in other cities that I've lived in. Okay. Um, I started more than a decade ago in Washington, D.C., because a friend from church stood up and said, hey, I do this volunteer work. I find it fulfilling, Mm. um, and I think you might also enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I gave it a try, and I, I loved it. It was so fulfilling because I felt like I was using my skills and aptitudes of being kind of a numbers person, but also able to communicate well with people, Mm -hmm. having a direct face-to-face interaction with someone, serving them in a meaningful way, but it wasn't just like giving them a meal or something like that, that I was using my technical skills, my my know-how to to file a tax return. the joy that I saw and the relief that I saw when I was able to say, look, we're able to get you $5,000 in a refund. Um, That that $5,000 was going to be transformative to their family over the next weeks and months. Okay. Um, So anyway, I just fell in love with that type of work, that type of service and continue to pursue it. We moved to Philadelphia. I, uh, found a local organization there that did the same work. Okay. Um, there are there are organizations across the country um, in many 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 communities doing mm-hmm. this. Um, so I continued the service there in Philadelphia, and then when we landed here in Conway, I wanted to find it again because okay. I just wanted to keep doing it. I okay. love it so much. Um, and at the time, there were no organizations offering free tax assistance. So you were Conway. seeking to fill a need. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the need everywhere that Uh I've lived, and it's taxes are something that everyone has to deal with, no matter whether you're in a big city or a small city, what state you live in, everyone has to do it. Um, And it's best if every community has their own service, organization providing the service, so Mm -hmm. that people don't have to drive to Little Rock Mm -hmm. in order to get their taxes done for free because that's just adding cost to what should be a free service. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to see it happen in this community um, and I just, even though we were new to the area, Mm -hmm. I just really felt like I had the combination of passion and experience and um, drive and flexibility and all the different things that you know go into it yeah um, but to be able to start something here in Conway okay so let's talk about just lessons learned mm-hmm. three years you have this idea you want to get it started off the ground yeah. you got to get 
obviously people around you to help you get it up off the ground yeah. because I understand that when you're new to an area, you got to find people that have been here a while and, and understand yeah. uh, what you're going through. Um, so what, is, what have you learned? What have been some of your successes uh, as a leader starting your own nonprofit? Um, I think, as you said, getting the, the people around mm-hmm. you um, has been it's been part success and, and part failure and okay. part learning. Um, yeah. I mean, I've learned that partnerships are so, so important. Mm-hmm. Um, partnerships with other nonprofits, mm-hmm. partnerships with local government, partnerships mm-hmm. with local businesses, partnerships okay. with uh, individuals, either donors or volunteers, partnerships with our local institutions, mm-hmm. our three colleges here in yeah. town. There are so many different types of partnerships um and some of those partnerships um i've been more successful at and Mm -hmm. some of them i've been less successful at Um, but they are each important in their own way um and i wish i could be excellent and have developed great partnerships don't we wish all of us yeah (laughs) but that's not the case right And, and there are some that even just trying to list them now i'm like oh yeah haven't haven't really gotten very far with that um, mm-hmm. that type of partnership, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's hard um, as a new person trying to develop the relationships, um, but then also trying to figure out okay, well, how can I leverage partnerships to develop partnerships? Mm. And it's not just on me because I don't have the existing network mm-hmm. of relationships. Okay. Um, so trying to figure out how how can I get those introductions how can I use the few partnerships that I have been able to successfully right. grow in order to then open doors to other partnerships mm-hmm. um, so I'm working on that I can't say that I have been I, I've hit it out of the park in that area right, at right, all. right. Um, um, also just growing and developing our board has okay. been um, a challenge. What's that? Talk, talk to experience. us about that. Yeah. I talk to many people who pull their hair out sometimes. Oh, over. yeah. I feel like I'm pulling my hair out, too. I mean, I have a few excellent volunteers that really um, have come into the organization often um, doing the, mm-hmm. the work as mm-hmm. tax preparation volunteers and so they're sold. They understand exactly what we're about and why we do it. Um, and then I have others joining the board that have you know, more professional experience, okay. that are more advanced in their careers, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but yeah, right now just trying to figure out how to change our our board culture in mm-hmm. some ways that we've gotten into ruts that are not as productive okay. um, and it's it's a real struggle like you're saying a, it's yeah. a, a hair pulling out moment yeah. say how can I how can I change the culture of the way that we operate mm-hmm. as a board in order to get people to to really contribute in all the ways that they have and yeah. are able to contribute yeah um, yeah I got you I got <laughs> you I got you. I was reading uh this book I'm re- reading through right now it's called uh, everybody matters 
Okay. And uh, it's uh, it looks at this business, Barry Weimiller, and they looked at there's two different types of culture. Like there's the business culture, and that's basically the what you do. So this is the product you provide. So in your case, it's tax preparation is a yeah. product. But then they said there's another culture within the organization. And it's the culture that's really centered around the why you do what it is that you do. And in the book, they talk about how you got to have both of those things. Mm -hmm. And I know I've always been focused kind of like on the why. Like it's the people, the people, the people, the people. And that's kind of like on a nonprofit end, you know, you're providing a social service, social need, trying to help people. But then they're like, well, there's the what as well. You know, you got to look at how you're delivering your your what's how you're advertising your what's and when those two things like run together it helps the the culture of the organization i'll, I'll share that yeah. later with you but that's been uh somebody gave me that book this year and that's been very helpful for me because i've swung like on this side of the the aisle of the why and it's teaching me you got to swing back just a little bit more you know this way uh, to help with the culture of the organization and it's hard because you know board members their attention is already divided you know if they already got a job like this is our job right. right and they've got their job and then they come for x amount of hours and i know i sometimes have the expectation you should be as focused on this as i am you know and that's how i think right. sometimes and yeah. that's not always the case yeah yeah it's i think in our organization it's hard too because I, at the beginning, was a volunteer myself mm -hmm. um, and have been able to move into a part-time role uh -huh. here, but uh -huh. my attention is still very yeah. divided right, between right. Arkansas Asset Builders and Home Life Home, and all right. the other things that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and we are, we are, I am very ambitious about the things that mm. we want our organization to do, but... I do not have the personal capacity yeah. to do everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so trying to get the board to see, hey, you guys have set these goals for us. Okay. Um, I and we together have said this is what we want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I... Can't you, I can't just do it. Right. Um, you can't just say, oh, Joya will take care of that. Right. Now, as the founder of this organization and the one really pushing it from the beginning, yeah, maybe at the very beginning, that's the tone mm -hmm. that was set. So that, that's sort of where I feel the culture shift mm -hmm. having to change in some ways that we are growing, which is great. We're doing more, but my capacity as an individual doesn't match our ambitions. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, and right now, the people that I have to lean on are my board. Uh -huh. um, and if I can't get them to step up, mm -hmm. I mean, either we're going to have to take a serious look at our ambitions mm -hmm. and maybe cut back on mm -hmm. some things. Mm -hmm. Uh, or I'm going to get completely overextended and burnt out. Yeah. Or I'm going to have to find some other supply of volunteers right. outside of the board and myself to, gotcha. to pull the weight. I hear you. I hear you. We want to avoid being that upside down pyramid. Yeah. You, you know, you want to be a 
strong base works up instead of because you topple over, you become top heavy, and that's never good. Um, so, talk about impact. What's your impact been the last three years? Uh, I mean, let's celebrate. Yeah, so Arkansas I, mean, I, builders. Can, I can talk in specific numbers. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've prepared um, somewhere in the range of 800 federal tax returns. Okay. Um, and gotten back for people about $800,000 in tax refunds um, without them having to shell out a dollar for fees, tax preparation, anything like that. Um, Now, not everyone that we serve is getting a refund. We also serve a significant number of people who owe money to the IRS. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so... For those people, um, they already are facing this burden of owing money to the IRS, and okay. we are empowering them to resolve their issues with the IRS, or you know, move towards taking care of those mm-hmm. debts, but mm-hmm. without also having to pay yeah. a tax somebody to prepare along for the way, yeah. right? So there's value uh, in that service, um, different than just the dollar amount of refunds Mm -hmm. that we're getting back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But also just um, the stories of of clients that we talk to. um, Mm -hmm. We have clients that have said we have impacted their home life and their marriages because of the uh, taking the edge off Mm. the debt or the um, cash flow, the um, uncertainty of what's going to happen with their taxes uh-huh. um, had ripple effects in their families. Okay. And so being able to come alongside those families, provide the help, provide the reassurance, provide okay. the guidance, all those other intangible ways that um, we serve our clients um, has had a positive impact just mm-hmm. on um, their marriages and families. Mm-hmm. So you're so you're not just you and your your team when you have your volunteers and tax preparers. It's not just essentially give us your W two, you know, your tax documents, put the information in and send it off. It, there is a a relationship that's being developed. Can you talk more about that? Sam? Yeah, I certainly hope so. I mean, there is a lot of just the plugging in right. the numbers, filling out the forms. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people who are um, intimidated by the system, don't know what to do, feel like they don't know how to navigate um, the forms, okay. the filing system yeah. at all, um, yeah, for any number of reasons, just the service of, of sitting down and putting numbers on a form it may seem insignificant to some, but it has a significant right. Uh, impact right. for those households. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, especially for the households that we have served now for two or three years, mm-hmm. absolutely, there's mm-hmm. a relationship that develops and mm-hmm. we remember each other's names and faces. That's and good. sometimes if I run across people out and about uh-huh. in the community, um, we greet each other and we we just, we know something about mm-hmm. the client's lives because from doing their tax return. How's that for your own personal motivation when that happens? Being able to see people out and about. Yeah, and they, in the relationships and yeah. the impact that they've, they've had or the stories that they tell you. Yeah. Um, how does that 
help you in your own personal motivation? I mean, it, it just gives me a, It helps me tell the story to others better. I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, it makes me feel good. It gives gives me the warm fuzzies. But but I would do what I'm doing Uh regardless of whether Mm. I knew those stories or not. Um, But I think it's because I have been the volunteer. I've been Mm -hmm. in the middle of those relationships. But for others from the outside who have not sat with a client and understood the conversation, the vulnerability sometimes that it Mm -hmm. takes to get all the details necessary Mm -hmm. to prepare somebody's tax return, Mm -hmm. um, to honor the fact that they really struggled to put food on the table because their income was so low this year, um, and to not make comments about you know, well, why didn't you have another job or why didn't you do this or that mm-hmm. or how could you live or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's definitely, uh, there's a humanity, there's a, there's an honoring mm. in that relationship, mm. um, that I love, mm-hmm. um, and was part of yeah, what made me fall in love with this work to yeah. begin with. So, um, I know that, but it's a knowing that I only know from experience. Right, And right. I can't easily communicate that to others. <laughs> um, but having the yeah. stories of my clients yeah. helps me to communicate that to yeah. others in a way that they can hear and understand. Yeah. So, I, you know, just getting more global, how important is this program? You mentioned that you've done this in other areas that you've lived. How important is this for people who are in situations like this across America? If you can generalize, uh, how important is this? Absolutely. Um, It is super important because right now, um, the vast, vast majority Mm -hmm. of low and moderate income families Mm -hmm. are paying a tax preparer, in my opinion, unnecessarily Um, the IRS sees this the IRS knows it's a problem Uh Um, they have products available um, it's called the IRS free file alliance so it's every major tax vendor out there offers a free product if you meet certain income guidelines or certain you know uncomplicated tax situations um But of the people who could potentially qualify to use those services, only about 3% actually do. And that's 3% actually qualify? No, of the people that qualify based on those income situation, only about 3% actually use the service. Wow. So this includes getting free in-person help from a volunteer, like what we do, Uh but also just all the online free file products that you could use, the TurboTax okay. free edition, the H&R Block free edition, whatever okay. your favorite thing is, yeah. the free edition. Yeah. Um, only about 3% of eligible people actually use the free product that they could qualify for. Um, and that's a huge problem. It's a marketing challenge. Um, I think that there are 
logistical institutional barriers okay i play the irs is working on it from some of the more systemic okay levels yeah but how i see it i uh feel the marketing challenge okay a lot um in our community people are so used to going to the tax repairs yeah. that they've always gone to yeah um and so as a relatively new service on the scene convincing people that it's worth it mm -hmm. to give us a try it, it seems um it seems weird that you'd have to convince people to, to something for do free? something for free, free? right yeah. <laughs> right but but it is it's yeah. a huge marketing challenge yeah um and so trying to figure out how can we get people to trust us? How can we make a, ourselves more accessible mm -hmm. and available? Is it because you know people just want to be able to drop off their stuff mm -hmm. at a certain time, and we're not available at that mm -hmm. time or provide that exact type yeah. of service? I don't know. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. Um, yeah. So so marketing. Um, is something I'm still really working on. And I want to, I want to serve more people by our organization, but in general, I want to see that number of people making use of a free filing right. option, right. regardless of where it is or yeah. what it is. I want to see that number rise right. in our community. Okay. Hear you. I hear you. So talk to Joya three years ago, right? So we're going to look in two different directions. Okay. Talk to the Joya three years ago. Yeah. What would you tell her about leading Arkansas asset builders? Yeah. What would you tell her? Um, I think getting back around to our conversation about partnerships, uh -huh. I would I would tell that Joya to spend more time developing okay. partnerships, okay. relationships. Um, that. Yeah, I, I was and am and I hope will be passionate about the work mm -hmm. that we do. Um, but just charging forward by myself mm -hmm. is not the most effective mm -hmm. way to make progress. Okay, all right. Um, so being able to find those partners early, um, getting people on board in whatever that partnership looks like okay. um, making progress then together uh -huh. um, who knows what that may have changed or okay. what, what we would look like now if I had okay. put in that work differently okay. two years ago okay so the joy of five years from now mm. all right who are you hoping that she will be in regards to this organization? Yeah. Um, well, I certainly want Arkansas Asset Builders. Um, I would love Arkansas Asset Builders to still be around five years okay. from now. Mm -hmm. um, but even if it's not, mm -hmm. I want people to be getting free income tax okay. assistance. Uh -huh. um, like I said, that ultimately is my... Uh, my vision yeah. for the community is okay. just uh, getting more people access mm -hmm. to free tax mm -hmm. preparation. Okay. Um, but for me personally, I think um, 
I want to continue to be more strategic. Um, I want to be more um, yeah, just be able to, to plan and execute better. Okay. Um, I think I I love to fight fires. I love okay. to see a need and yeah. like do what I rush in and do really? what I can to meet okay. it. Right? Uh, um, but it, it's hard. I, it's easy to get overextended yeah. doing it like yeah. that. Um, and then hard to pull back and assess, <laughs> okay, <laughs> what do I really want to be spending my time doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hope that five years from now, I'm better at that. Okay, all right, good. So how can people get involved? How can people donate? How can people volunteer? Yeah. All that good stuff, like yeah, lay it out awesome. for people. Yeah. Um, so we are going to be recruiting volunteers um, in the near future to serve in our upcoming tax season. Okay. So training happens during the month of January, mm-hmm. and then our tax season opens the very beginning of February okay. um, through April is when we do the majority of our work. Um, so we will be posting on our Facebook page, on our mailing list, um, about how to sign up for, for volunteer training. So okay. that would be, if you want to know, the best ways would be follow us on Facebook or get on our email list. Okay, Facebook, your Arkansas Asset Builders? Arkansas Asset Builders, okay. yeah. And then ArkansasAssetBuilders.org is our website, and okay. you can sign up for our mailing list directly on our website. All right, cool. Anything else you want to leave the people listening today? Um, if you qualify for free tax preparation, do it. <laughs> Don't pay somebody unless you have to. Yeah. Um, that money in your pocket can go a long way. Yeah. There's the message. <laughs> Increase that 3%. Hey, Joya, thank you very much for sitting down with us. Thank you. All right. Now, we're from, yes, and now a word from our sponsor. This has been Humanity Matters Podcast, discussing and reflecting on theology, philosophy, leadership, and nonprofits. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org, or you can shoot us an email, leave us a comment, email us at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on YouTube under Humanity Matters. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. If we remember to live in hope, We can do the impossible.